Hi, I'm Erin Hartz. Welcome to Grace Plus Boundaries, a weekly memoir in a podcast. I've realized through the past decade of my recovery that I learn the most about emotional maturity through listening to the triumphant stories of others. Are you yearning to unpack the effects of intergenerational trauma in your life? Do you want to stay true to your feelings, yet also learn how to accommodate the sensibilities of your loved ones? I'm dedicated to cracking the code of combining boundary setting with grace towards one another. Educate, evaluate, and evolve. Let's do this together. Welcome back to Boundaries Plus Grace. We want to navigate that intergenerational trauma, and I have an awesome episode to share with you all today. I'm excited because I get to share with you this work that I did with a person that has researched intergenerational trauma for many years, Mark Woolen, and I had a therapy session with him a while ago, so I'm actually doing three episodes about my therapy session with Mark Woolen, and this is the first one. So today I'm going to be talking about the parts of the therapy session that were somatic therapy, and also this really intriguing part of it, which is about incubator babies. So if you're someone or know someone that was born prematurely and in an incubator when they were born, or even just born prematurely could be too. Um, There's a whole set of problems that we end up living our life with when we have those circumstances. So I wanted to shine light on that. Just remember that all that I'm sharing here, I think Mark would say is scientifically based. He's on the cutting edge of the research in this place, but I personally have not done the research. So take what you like from it. I believe that this stuff is true because I walked through it and I've read a lot about it, but it feels very woo-woo and that might be a turnoff for you. I'm not sure. Just, you know, take it with a grain of salt because I am just a person that's sharing my experience because I think that these unlocked some truth inside me when I heard someone else say them. And I'm hoping that I'm just sharing that with you. I want to share this idea that We can heal and there's becoming more and more ways for us to go deep inside of our bodies and heal these things that happened to us when we were little that we had no idea were influencing us so concretely and so dramatically and later in our lives. So if I can help anyone start seeking therapy or start reading more about it, educating yourself about these types of things, it's made my life so much better. And that's why I wanted to share this story with you. Okay, there's a lot of invisible energy going around. And this is, I think, why I love intergenerational trauma, because people can grow up and intend to not do the things that their parents did or their grandparents did. But I bet all of us have had the experience of not wanting to repeat something our parents or grandparents did and then doing that exact thing and seeing like, wow, it's either 
I'm compulsively doing this and that's crazy. Like, how do I stop it? Or the other part of it could be like, wow, I had no idea that this was so complex. Like I judged that family member for having this happen to them. But now look, it happened to me and it wasn't what I intended. It's so complex. It's just this series of events led to it in a way that is just supernatural almost, but it turns out it's actually just natural and it's just something we haven't learned about yet. Okay, so I have told you in other episodes that when I had the therapy session with Mark Willin that he had asked me to do some family history about what happened in my family and what kind of traumas people had. So I had written all that down and that was just kind of a way to see if it's repeating in my life in ways and that can help illuminate what's going on. And it's like a way to kind of detach from that because if we know that it's kind of being passed down, we can try to work on ways of letting that go when we don't take it so personally. So I think that's one of the crux of of how his work helps is like we can see that it's something outside of us that we had no control over and then we can kind of let it go and he has ways to do that. So I'm going to add an episode of the Mark Groves podcast to the show notes here because that's where I first heard about this work with Mark Willin. And if you want to listen to that, it gives you some insight. And also he has uh, YouTube videos all over um, that you can find Mark Willin if you want to hear more about it or buy his book, that kind of thing. Okay, so I had a two-hour session and Mark got really into things quickly. We got down to the nitty-gritty very quickly. One thing we realized was that before my mom had me, she actually had a miscarriage. And that does influence the next pregnancy, right? I think we all could imagine that. Um, What Mark says is, is that it's a break in the bond. So what that happens is like my mom got pregnant with me and because she had lost the baby before me, as any mom would, she probably felt extremely fearful and it produces cortisol in the womb, which is like a caustic chemical. And so therefore it breaks the trust from the infant in the womb and it just kind of creates a disharmony inside of the womb. And so the baby kind of thinks like, what's wrong? Something's wrong here. And it distorts the environment from the from the get-go. So there's one thing that kind of set me up for having that feeling all the time in me that something's wrong with me, right? And then the second thing that maybe me and my mom and humans don't have control over is that I was born two months early. And so when I was born, um, I, you know, almost died and I was put in an incubator. So therefore, I didn't get to be with my mom when I was born. And it gave me the feeling that something's wrong with me because something was wrong with me. There were doctors and people bustling around, my parents bustling around and worried. And it gave me the message at a very young age, at a baby age, birth age, that I'm not enough. They'll leave me. And to me, when he said that this could be true, um, it felt really real to me. Like I've always kind of had that feeling that um, I'm not enough. They'll leave me. They're, you know, I'm something's wrong with me. And 
So maybe this is where that feeling originated. You know, it doesn't explain 100% of everything that happened to me in my life. So I had to kind of unpack that. But this shows kind of where the start of the break of the bond between my mom and I maybe had started, right? And it also helps me understand, like, if I started from this point, I was already at a deficit in feeling good about myself and things like that as I grew up. So what Mark says is that this type of experience, birth experience, leads to betrayal later in life. So it's like it's that energy we vibrate in and we pull in things that vibrate at the same energy and um, this leads to betrayal. So that's, you know, why my friend sexually abused me and I was very betrayed by that friend and and quite a few other people in my life, right? Even though I also had very good things happen in my life a lot of the time, like my parents did try really hard to be good parents and things like that, but we were all kind of operating at a deficit for a lot of reasons, which most humans are. There's another thing that he said was that he has us write down our worst fear. So if we can put into words our worst fear, sometimes that can help us figure out like which relative we're kind of connected to and therefore we can heal that part of us. So my worst fear has always been that I'm going to abandon my son and have to watch him live in agony or watch him suffer. And that doesn't really make sense to my life because I'm a good parent and um, I have tried my best, you know, I mean, I'm not perfect, but it kind of doesn't resonate in my life because I have not abandoned my child. But if I think back into my history, there have been moms in my family that have left their children. And my mom had that fear of abandoning her child because when I was in the incubator, probably she felt like she was abandoning me and she had to watch me in agony. So I took on that fear of my mom as a young child and then that kind of became an operating system for me as I got older, this fear as I'm not going to be good enough as a parent. And you know, when he said that, it just really 100% resonated with me because I've always been extremely attentive and worried that I was going to mess up as a parent, that I wasn't doing enough, that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't going to give my son what he needed. And in some ways, it's made me an extremely good parent because I've read a lot of parenting books and had lots of therapy where luckily my therapist is a wonderful parent and she used to be work at um, school teaching or um, was a therapist at elementary schools. And so she knows what kids are like and how to talk to them and all that kind of stuff. So she's given me wonderful advice in my parenting and also supported me in, in what a good parent I am. So that's helped me. But it's interesting just to hear that, you know, that's where it comes from. It's actually my mom's fear. This last part that I really wanted to tell you about is really the most amazing thing that happened that I think all these other things are like ideas that just felt 
good to me to hear, like they felt soothing. But this last part is really the somatic therapy that I did. And this part was different, something I'd never experienced before. And it really seems to have made an impact on my life in very real ways. What happened was when I was born early and I was so fearful as a baby, Mark says that my soul was too scared to even come into my body fully. So he calls this um, fragmentation of the soul. So he says that I've been kind of living my life with a fragmented soul and that the part of the somatic therapy that we did was called soul retrieval of fragments. So he showed me this picture of something called a torus. It's T-O-R-U-S. You can look up a picture of it online. And it's like an energy field that goes through your body, in and out of your body and circles around. Kind of it looks almost like a Venn diagram if you put the middle part in your body and then the two circles around the side. So there's this energy field that can circulate in our body if we keep our mouth open and we like open up our groin area. So you have to kind of relax your thigh muscles and keep very open. And if you do that, then this torus can circulate inside of you. I mean, this is all Mark's research. And, um, but I felt like it happened to me. So when we did that, he helped guide me through it and take some deep breaths. And I started feeling extremely open. Like it was almost like I had a wound that I was willing to open up and it kind of felt like that feeling when you get scraped or you have a bloody part of you and it it hits the air and you can feel that it's just like, you know, an open wound that it, it hurts. It's kind of, it's a very fragile part of your body that is like, open up to all the elements in a new way. So that's kind of how my heart ended up feeling like something in my chest felt like it was opening up. And it was a tiny bit painful. And on the at the same time, I was very kind of scared, but I was also willing to open up because I trusted this therapist, I knew that what he was telling me was real. Um, Because I, you know, I guess I read his work and I just, I felt guided to have this therapy session. So if I had not trusted him, this would not have worked. But I really allowed myself to open up. And he said he's done this, you know, hundreds of times with different clients. And it's like the parts of my soul were just flying back into my body and with this Taurus energy coming through and he could see these little pieces that we were inviting back into my body because it's a safe place now. And then I got to repeat some, some sentences about thank you um, soul for returning to my body. And I put my hands over my heart and um, said stuff like, thank you for being whole or I'm whole and complete now. And um, I felt 
really like my whole body was vibrating. It really felt like the universe was just inside me as it always is. But can we always feel that? I mean, I felt like I could feel my blood circulating through my body. I don't know if you've ever felt that before, maybe at different times. It almost like I've never taken psychedelics, but I would imagine that being on psychedelics is very similar to what I felt when he was able to do this somatic therapy. Like it really was a heightened sense of awareness that I had never been in before. And, um, you know, so after we did that, he had me journal for a couple minutes about my experience. And um, I really did feel like something big happened. I felt more whole and complete. And he gave me some ideas of how to practice this every day and do this Taurus thing and um, try to get into that motion and put my hands over my heart and thank my soul for returning to my body and saying stuff like, thank you, soul, for returning. I feel whole and complete and loved and cared for and stuff like that. And so I was supposed to do that for six times a day for you know, as, as long as I want to help heal some parts of me. And, you know, that's only part of it. There's more, but um, it was really powerful. So maybe it sounds cuckoo. Um, you know, it probably does. But um, I just really think it's amazing that there are ways for us to heal. And, you know, it could be a placebo effect. Let's just go there. Say, let's say this was a total placebo effect. Whatever it was, it has made my life better. Like in the last couple of weeks, I, you know, I had to like go through some, a lot of feelings after that therapy session. But once I got out of that, like I have been feeling so much stronger in myself and just very much more whole, more whole than I've ever felt before. And things have been going well, you know, and I just, I really am glad that I went with my intuition and did this. And I, I encourage all of you to seek out whatever therapy you can in any way you can. Um, find somebody good to work with, you know, and don't work with somebody who's not good. Like say no and go to the next thing. And there's so many ways we can find therapy. I know it's expensive to do a one-on-one, but we can join support groups. We can meet people online. We can, you know, join different classes online. Um, my podcast with Gloria Zhang that I released right before this one, she's an amazing relationship coach and she has a program that's very affordable that you could be part of if you want to heal some of your relationship stuff. And she is aware of this type of stuff. So some of her um, teachings do talk about um, you know, healing your inner child, healing that baby in you, maybe that was in an incubator, or she really does go that far into it. So if you want to learn more about it, there's lots of ways to learn and, and for free. So I encourage you to do that because I want everybody to feel whole and complete. And um, let me know if you've had any experiences like this. How has it been for you? Have you had any somatic therapy that's really rocked your world let me know find me on instagram tell me your story i would love to hear about it okay have a great day you deserve a big high five and a smile in the mirror for showing up for yourself today thank you for your dedication to introspection and self-awareness because our personal evolution is what will make this world a better place 
If you enjoyed the episode, please give me a five-star review and share it with a friend. And let me know if you want to be a guest to share how you are navigating intergenerational trauma in your life. You're welcome to join my free monthly goal-setting workshop on the first Wednesday of every month. Just DM me at iHeartsAaron.